This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Hannah Pegel. The Supreme Court has denied Bayer's petition seeking review of a federal appeals court decision that upheld a $25 million verdict for a California man who says his exposure to Monsanto's Roundup caused his cancer. Bayer bought Monsanto in 2018. Amy Mayer has reactions to the court's news. The specifics in front of the Supreme Court had to do with state-level product labeling. Drake Agricultural Law Center Director Jennifer Zwagerman says if the court had taken up the petition, Bayer could have hoped for a decision that would broadly apply to thousands of claims against the company. Since that didn't happen... For Bayer, nothing has changed in the sense that all of these other pending cases uh, will continue to move forward. Um, they're going to continue to have that that pressure to settle, the financial pressure, the uh, you know industry pressure, image pressure, all of those types of things. Plaintiffs, Swagerman says, may now feel a little more confident that they'll get their day in court. The National Corn Growers Association's Nathan Fields says the Supreme Court's refusal to take up the petition is disappointing. That's the kind of non-decision that that introduces uh, that variability, that that uncertainty out there. That's because now the Ninth Circuit's decision stands. He says it could allow states to add additional warnings to a product beyond what the EPA has approved. Tennessee farmer Alan Meadows, who serves on the American Soybean Association board, says state-by-state labeling would be a problem. If we start allowing different states, just say like California, if they are allowed to have a different label put on, uh, you know, and not operate under the federal label, uh, well, then we all of a sudden the supply chain becomes a lot lot cloudier. Today's announcement brings one case against Bayer to an end. The company still has thousands pending related to Roundup, which became its responsibility when it bought Monsanto. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. In other Supreme Court news, the U.S. government has filed an amicus brief supporting the National Pork Producers Council and the American Farm Bureau Federation's challenge to California's Proposition 12 rule. In the brief, Solicitor General Elizabeth Prelogar says California has no legitimate interest in protecting the welfare of animals located outside the state, quoting a 1935 Supreme Court decision. She also questions California's other rationale for Prop 12, that the state is protecting the health and safety of California consumers. Prelogar says the California Department of Food and Agriculture has stated that Proposition 12's confinement standards are not accepted as standards within the scientific community to reduce human foodborne illnesses. Supply chain issues are impacting the animal feed industry. Haley Bicklehop has more. A feed industry leader says transportation issues may force farmers in California to reduce their livestock herds. Constance Coleman is the president of the American Feed Industry Association. She says some livestock producers on the West Coast are experiencing three to four week delays in railway feed delivery. We just can't keep making these difficult decisions of who gets feed and who doesn't. And our customers need some assurances that they'll be able to feed the livestock and and the poultry that they're raising. In addition to the issues American livestock producers are facing in the country, Coleman says she's also worried about trade. In 2021, the U.S. animal feed and pet food manufacturers, they exported over $7.5 billion in products including um, about $5.5 billion in feed and feed ingredients and $2 billion in pet food products. That was a 22% increase in value over 2020. So this is incredibly important to our industry. 
um, those those exports support thousands of jobs across the feed industry and associated industries. But at a high level, um, we would love to see this administration um, really start exploring market access. Reporting in Washington, I'm Haley Bigglehot. You can listen to this week's open mic and read more on the Supreme Court's decisions on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The Securities and Exchange Commission's proposed climate rule will hurt farmers and ranchers. The agency should not regulate rural America like it regulates Wall Street. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Hannah Peckle.